This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. For her royalness her highness her intellectualness her clarity <laughs> and everything else Man, I was still grooving on the, the, the Queen Queen Princess Diana. I'm not elevating you to Queen yet. Uh, Princess Diana, do you still have your platform shoes somewhere? <laughs> Probably. I was listening to that to, to Night Fever. Coming back in, Your Highnessness, and I remembered, I had a flashback. <laughs> I had these red platform shoes that were like, I don't know, five inches off the ground. <laughs> and I was actually, did I used to wear that stuff? Yes, I did. It's, I hope no one has a picture of me with those things. I would love a photo of that. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was back in the night fever days. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun to imagine that. Well, okay, let's talk about fun here. Uh, Hunter Biden, apparently, this is uh, Daily Mail, and it's in the New York Post, and it's all around. <clears throat> Hunter Biden did, apparently, help secure millions of dollars in funding for a U.S. contractor in Ukraine that specialized in deadly pathogen research. Now, I thought, Princess Diana, correct me if I'm wrong, I thought that just last week, people that raised the idea that there were these labs in the Ukraine were considered kooks, tinfoil hat, (laughs) nut jobs, like good old Tulsi Gabbard. And all of a sudden we get stories, well, wait a minute, not only were there these uh, 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 pathogen research labs, but good old Hunter Biden's involved. He was helping to arrange money for these things. What are we to make of that? Well, you know, the first I heard of this was what I considered war propaganda because Russia raised this information first. And it sounded like we're getting, you know, as I've said many times, you have to be skeptical because we're getting war propaganda from Russia, from Ukraine and from the United States. And this information was released by by Russia that uh, somehow Hunter Biden was involved in funding biolabs in Ukraine. And it sounded so beyond reality that I thought, oh, come on, you know, let's 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 find out more. Well, it turns out the actual emails have been released. This may well be from the second laptop that may have been lost. If you remember in the, the one laptop we're aware of, Hunter Biden had there's a video where he says that Russia stole another laptop when he was in a drunken stupor or drug induced stupor. (laughs) So there was this other laptop running around that he referred to himself. And apparently new emails have been released from that. 
Now, that may have been released from Russia, but they've been authenticated. And so now we're like, oh, man, the money that has been transferred through Hunter Biden from the United States to Ukraine and and biolabs. It is just science fiction now. This is just really startling information. Now, will the media cover it? No. So we're, you're up left to, you know, conservative sites, which will be by social media, uh, to try and get out this information. And there was a, a trove of these emails released uh, either last night or this morning that you can read for yourself. And it is, it is just remarkable. And it's going to be very difficult for the president to respond to it, which is why he will never be asked about it. <laughs> Well, isn't there uh, a grand jury that's looking into Hunter Biden's affairs? And wouldn't this be of interest to them? Well, I think it's the Justice Department investigation. Yes, so, yes, there there is apparently, you know, in but then you it's just the laugh. Justice Department. It, yeah, it, it's like, the Justice Department. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, you know, okay. the two-tier justice system in America lives on. So yeah. whether or not this will ever see the light of day is an open question. But I'm glad that conservative sites are at least publishing it, because this is just out if true. Now, there is a second story that I'd like you to comment on, and it was in The Federalist. If Congress doesn't rein in big tech, censors will eliminate the right from public discourse. I have been railing about this for months and months and months. You have all of these groups, like this so-called news guard group. They're anything but guardians of the news. They're guardians of liberalism, more like it. And you have all of these. Today, it was uh, uh, CPAC's turn. They've had all the speeches from their latest convention wiped off of Google, uh, YouTube, Google's YouTube, Alphabet's Google's YouTube, and Match Lap is just hopping mad about it. And it's like, and, and now they say, well, we're not going to be neutral anymore, laissez-faire about big tech. Now we're going to, really? It took this? Um, they have been, I mean, they, they knocked off Charlie Kirk over there for making a statement. He just outlined the history of Rachel, uh, the, uh, the uh, admiral, who's the trans, trans person over there. They wiped him off. They've been wiping people, conservatives, off of Google, off of Facebook, off of every other platform they had for years. What is it going to take? Is this article... Okay, your thoughts. I'm sorry, I'm pontificating, Your (laughs) Highness. Oh, I love it when you pontificate. No one's better, James. But I had the same reaction to this article. It was annoying. Because here's the subhead. This week, Twitter revealed it will not tolerate dissent from trans ideology. But that will be just the beginning. I'm like, the beginning happened years ago. Thank you. And this idea, this idea that, the, that, the, uh, that big tech is going to eliminate the right from public discourse. Hello, they eliminated the president of the United States from all social media. So this idea that the Federalists, which I like, they are do great work, great investigative reporting. They are a wonderful resource. I love Molly Hemingway, who's running it over there. It's an important website that everyone who listens to you should also follow. But to have John David Davidson, Daniel Davidson, who's a senior editor there, 
react in shock and surprise that that this is going to stamp out the right it's it's like well what was your first clue you know he's he's demanding that congress has to do something about this and he's basically advocating that social media gets regulated as a common carrier like the phone company so they can't censor under the absurd pretext that the speech they don't like is harmful. Well, yes, that would have been wonderful for the Republicans to actually do when they had power. And they they have, you know, every now and again, they hold hearings where they call up big tech and put them on the carpet, supposedly. But then there is no hint that there's any legislation down the pike. And if and when the Republicans take power again, I don't get the sense that this is legislation waiting to happen. I think this is the most important thing a Republican Congress could do and to be signed by a future Republican president is to protect the civil rights of all Americans. And that is especially including free speech in including, as our boss used to say, Rush Limbaugh used to say, the First Amendment was written specifically for political speech. Absolutely. And that is what is being stamped out. So I'm a little annoyed at the article, but of course the the article is correct. And this is job one of a future Republican president to sign. If we ever, yes, if, well, if they have the cojones to do it. Did you hear, incidentally, uh, the uh, Hollywood wife's advice on how to marry up? <laughs> well, do you remember Rush used to always say, women marry up? Yes. <laughs> that was, yes. It's, it is sort of time immemorial, you know. I think that, you know, we have to remember that there are actual sex gender differences, d- despite what the uh, nominee for the Supreme Court believes. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> what does she believe? I'm not sure, except for this CRT business over at Georgetown Day School. I don't know what she believes at all. <laughs> well, she's a leftist, so you know what she believes. Oh, that's true, too. She's a radical leftist. Um, <laughs> I-, I love this term, brokey. Women should stay away from brokies. Men without <laughs> jobs or, or money. Because they have nothing, absolutely nothing to offer. <laughs> well, that is sort of old school, you know, where you basically husband shop looking at who's successful. I don't think that's what all of us do, but that is, you know, old school advice. I, I got to read a couple of things from the Babylon Bee, okay. which made me laugh. Are you a woman? 12 signs to look for. Are you... <laughs> Are you always cold? That's number one. Have you ever decorated a bed with six or more pillows? <laughs> Can you tell the difference between cream white and rustic farmhouse white? <laughs> that is true. Women really do get into the various shades of paint and, and men see things much more plainly in general, except for the decorating world has a lot of men who who do see those. Well, well. <laughs> Yeah. Let's not go there. Okay. And have, have you run into a curb in the past 24 hours? <laughs> Does it take you over three hours to decide what you want to eat? <laughs> do, do you find simple movie plots hard to follow? <laughs> I, I do admit to that. 
that is one of the things that annoys my husband when I ask him, what's going on? What is this person? Is this a good guy or a bad guy? It's just, I can be irritating trying to follow a simple, simple movie plot. So I know I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. And here's the, here's the one that's universal. Do you frequently describe your emotional state as fine when you are not, in fact, fine? <laughs> <laughs> I think all women can identify with that. So I think we need to send that to our Supreme Court nominees in the future so they'll have a better answer. Yeah, I like that, too. You know, this is a, that's awesome. Well, Princess Diana, boy, time is moving fast. Thank you once again. Illuminating as always. A unique sense of humor as always. And uh, we will join up with you again next week. And meanwhile, just continue to pray that our nation can survive what liberals seem to want to do to it every single week. Prayer is the most powerful thing. And that is a wonderful last line for our conversation. Thank Thank you. you, Sir James. Thank you, Princess Di. 